It's time for To The Max Sports, where we talk about sports. They're just two guys, Max and Drew, in a bar talking all things sports. Well, without the bar. And the beer. Wait, why aren't we in the bar? Hello, 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 and welcome to To The Max Sports. You all know what time it is. It's time for... Oh, no Max. Yeah, it's apparently also time for me to find an image. Did you see that thing flashing across saying, yeah. insert your image here? <laughs> well, it's, we do. Yeah. It's, it, it, it's like the, oh, what, what was it? Stripes? Yeah. I, state your name. I, state your name. That's a great movie. I watched that a couple of weeks ago. That's one of those movies, if it's a rainy day and you're just flipping through the channels, Stripes, Beverly Hills Cop, they're just certain movies you're going to stop whatever you're doing and watch it. Stripes is one of those. Yeah, I get one of my movies for that is The Cutting Edge. Mm-hmm. Great movie. Great movie. Very, 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 very attractive woman. Absolutely. Well, we have a very attractive man hosting the show. It, wait, it's Crick, what, wait, it's twenty. It's the twenty sixth, or we're twenty five days late for the April Fool's joke. <laughs> well, we don't have Max today. We gave him the week off. He's going to sit in for me tomorrow. I am going to be in sunny South Florida. And remind me, that's too. I, I got a Kentucky Derby pick. Hold on, hold on. Okay. But if you're in South, if you're in Florida, did you say Florida or South Carolina? Sunny South Florida. Okay, just just so you know, do not walk up to a sixth grade girl or or younger and mention her period. Apparently, they're going to outlaw it. Okay, well, I guess they should have. That's something that never really <laughs> crossed my mind to begin with. No, probably not. Oh, you're back on this political shit, right? Oh, I don't even, no, 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 no. <laughs> nope, I'm done. I'm done. Okay. I'm out. Uh, baseball. Baseball been very, very good to me. Pitch clock working fabulous. Yes, sir. What was it? The Drew Meggie? I, free, I, I saw the article. Guy finally gets up to the majors after 13 years in the minors. Gets a pitch clock violation. <laughs> it happens. I guess a few surprises from baseball. It's too early to make any predictions. I, I've been watching a little bit of it, but Pittsburgh in first place. No one would have thought that with a 17-8 and eight record. We are family. Yeah. And you're dating yourself by about 40 years. Was that 79? That was the 79 team. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the uh, Rays, man, what a start they're off to. 20, yeah. 20 and five setting records. I think they've hit a home run in like X amount of games. The record I want to see them set is actually drawing people to their games. Florida's tough because Florida doesn't really have that built-in fan base. Florida's starting to be like Texas where you talk to someone and you really can't find anyone that was born in Texas. Same with Florida. I went to a Marlins game. This was God, 20 years ago, 15, mm-hmm. 20 years ago. They played the Cubs, and it was like being in a home game for the Cubs. I mean, nobody, nobody was cheering for the Marlins because no one grew up and was born in and, Miami, Florida. And what's crazy is, I mean, you have an influx of Cuban immigrants there. Baseball crazy people, as a general rule, they should be going to those games. I don't understand it. Yeah, I called my brother. I'm actually going to try to go to a game. They play the Braves next week. So I told my brother, hook us up with some tickets. We'll see how that goes. Okay, cool. 
Enough about baseball. Unless you're a little league uh, parent, then you may have some issues. Well, yeah. If you're in New Jersey, uh, they've instituted a new rule. If you're a parent and you uh, go over the top and berate the umpires, they kick you out until you umpire three games. You are only allowed to come back to the stadium after you've umpired three games. So they don't throw you in jail without a hearing for one and a half years like they do the Capitol Hills people that walked in? I thought we were not going to go political. See, I had to do it since you did. No, no, but no. Right back at you. No, I mean, I, I think that's great. I mean, one of the things that we all look at and we go crazy about is crazy parents and stands taking, yeah. taking it out on volunteers. I mean, umpires for little league, they're generally high school and college kids. What about crazy girls in stands? You got that video? I do have a video. So, you know, we had this segment, this long running segment called this week. Well, if you're a kid back in the day, I used to watch this week in baseball with Mel Allen. It was much watched television Saturday morning, 11 o'clock. But now we've got this week in base brawls where we highlight a brawl in the stands every week and increasingly more and more it's women that are out there. Here we go. Beating the hell out of each other. Here we go. Yeah. This week in baseball. I mean, I went um, to a baseball game and a boxing match broke out. I'm all for equality. Right, vice versa. If they if, if they want to get into a fight, they're just as okay getting into a fight as the men, and the police are just as okay putting them in jail for it. I think what I like about the women's fights, the hair pull. It's kind of harder to do that with a dude, unless they have long hair. That, or unless they live in, I don't know. Somewhere in California. Well, I mean, Berkeley. I mean, the thing is, I mean, if you're in a fight, you take every advantage you have. If they have long hair, we're pulling the hair. We're going after everything. Yeah, I used to. I was friends with this Irish guy. Uh, um, our friend Jeff knows him, Eddie Daly, and we used to get on fights on the golf course, and he'd always go for the nuts. I'm like, that's cheating, man. That's he goes no in Ireland. You fight to win, and we no. kick each other in the balls. No, it's not cheating. It's not where's, cheating. Where's the rule you. book? There is no rule book. <laughs> you know, I watch a lot of these self-defense things, and I never thought about it, but they said if you actually have to defend yourself and someone's getting in your face, you just do the three stooges, and you poke them in the eyes with yeah. your two fingers. That'll instantly disable yeah. them. It's, it's, it's not cheating. If you're in a street ball, you do the th street brawl. You do the one thing that stops the fight immediately. Yeah. Though apparently in San Antonio, that's pull a gun. Shooting yeah. at Market Square last night. Yeah, that's a different animal. So anyway, let's, let's, let's get on to happier, happier you know, on thoughts. On the happier stuff, the, um, the NFL draft. Tonight. Tonight. I'm going to be an active participant, not being drafted. I'm just going to watch it. Now that's, I don't know if that's active, but. So, um, I guess the consensus now has flipped and they're going with Bryce Young. I, I got. Which, which I'm on board with. Really? Why? Because I'm not. 
Not necessarily. Which, which, okay, let's hear the biggest reason you're not on board with Bryce Young. Because he's a pygmy. 5'10", 5'11". 5'10", no, he is not six foot. He's 5'10", and barely over 200 pounds. Okay. He's a wee, a wee boy. Okay. Generally, how do small quarterbacks fare in the NFL? As a rule. As a rule. Mediocre at best. Yep. Now, he may very well be the exception. He may very well be the exception, but I'm going to play the averages and go with Stroud. Okay. So I'm going to go 5'11", which I I think he's 5'11". I think he's 5'10 and an eighth. Okay. If he was two inches taller, two inches taller if you're watching, got my hands up. Well, would that make a difference in your book? Well, two t- inches taller. Well, two inches is making a difference for Megan Trainer. Would it, would we be having this conversation if he was six two? No, we wouldn't be. Okay, so I mean, come on, man. I just don't think. I mean, you know, grow a mini afro and he's six two. We're not having this conversation. Yeah, this. but his hair ain't going to take his eyes up two inches. I just, I just think it's it's overvalued, just like the Anthony Richardson having this amazing, freakish workout was is overrated. I, the last time I was watching the NFL, you didn't score points by doing backflips, but I could be wrong. Well, I mean, we we will see. It looks like Carolina is going to go with Bryce Young. They're going to play him pretty much straight away, because if you because if you make a Number one overall pick. Fans want him to play straight away. Now, does Houston line up a bevy of draft picks, draft uh, draft back, and maybe get a, a third, fourth round quarterback who I think could be good, like a Clayton Tune, work live with David Mills for another year and hope for another great draft next year? Because they could trade Stroud, move back, maybe not too far back. And still pick up some draft capital. Well, and 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 hope for the uh, Caleb Williams lottery next year. Why not? I mean, Houston's got so many things to work on that I would probably eat the pick. Uh, who else needs quarterbacks? I mean, everyone needs yeah. a quarterback. It, it, even the teams that have quarterbacks need a tried and true backup. Yeah, because you're playing a 17 game season, and unless you get the top seed, you're playing three games in the playoffs before you even get to the Super Bowl. That's a long season. That's a lot of wear and tear on a quarterback's body. Yeah. I've said it before. I just don't think there's a generational franchise quarterback, at least in the this first-round group. Uh, I got some sleepers. I love that kid out of the University of Houston, Clayton Toon. Mm-hmm. Somebody like the Cowboys or somebody like that can get him third or fourth round. Le- be a steal. Levis is looking like, or yeah, Levis is looking like he's moving up with his draft capital. Seems to be moving up, but again, you know, just because you can throw a, a football like a major league baseball doesn't mean you're necessarily that great. And you know, you talked about the SEC competition. Is it going to be the NFL with with Bryce Young? I just think Levis is overrated. Well. Here's here's my thought on, on on draft. I'm not picking a player for who they are. I'm picking a player for who they can be. And what is the ceiling 
for a five foot ten, two hundred and four pound quarterback. I think it's less than a classically stocky six two to six five, two forty to two fifty quarterback who can stay in the pocket and take the abuse and see over the line. Yeah. Now again, I, mean, Bryce, I, I agree with the visual of a of a larger quarterback. Now, now we're, I mean. That, that's my rule. And Bryce Young may prove to be the exception. Like Victor Wembignana on the NBA side may prove to be the exception of don't pick a guy who's ever se- who's over seven foot tall because his legs are going to give out. He's going to have lower he's going to have lower body problems, and he's just not going to pan out. He's going to spend a lot more time on the bench. I, aka Zion Williamson. Yeah, but there's a we can debate the difference on that. Zion Williamson came in weighing. 280 pounds when Baya weighs about 225. So. <laughs> wearing wearing a very, 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 very yeah. wet towel. But I can't compare. To me, he is generational. No, he is it, He is generational. I, yeah, I don't it, think either of these NFL quarterbacks to be young or Stroud or generational or Levis or Richardson. But you don't need them to be. Did I mean, did, the most upside may actually be Richardson in this draft. Did, did we think that Tom Brady was generational? That's why he was a six-round pick. The the one thing, actually, somebody somebody went back into the archives and pulled out Mel Kuyper's comments on Brady, and his comments weren't weren't all that far off from who Brady became as a quarterback. Highly accurate, highly intelligent, yeah. and that's what made him successful. Though I think Brady ends up at a different team under somebody other than Belichick. Yeah. I think that changes changes the game. Well, speaking of the intelligence thing, I think another thing that's hurting Stroud's draft stock, I guess, is there a, there's a test they take. Yeah, the uh, Wonderlick. Well, not that one. There was another one, but similar. And he scored, like, really, really, really low. Really? Yeah. Oh, the, S2, the S2 cognitive test result. I'm not a test taker. I play football. Yeah, he scored really low. Okay. But, I mean, when I watched him in the uh, in the in the Combines, Stroud looked the best of everybody in the Combines. Though. <sighs> so if I'm Houston, if you're Houston, do you, do you, and you get, you know, get to move back a little bit, Gets get some more third and fours, maybe a number one next year. Do you do it? If a team offers that, I say yes. Maybe maybe you shop those shop that pick around to or shop those picks around to Baltimore. That's a possibility. Bring in Jackson. I mean, I I've always I mean I've said since about three quarters of the way through last season, we're not seeing Jackson playing a Raven uniform again. Do I take that? Do I take those two first round picks and shop them to Baltimore? Well, Baltimore's um, talking about picking up another receiver in the draft and then working out something with Lamar. Don't be too surprised if Lamar isn't back in Baltimore. I mean, I won't be surprised, but I'm not expecting it. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, if. I don't know all this much about the S2 test, but if it's on cognitive and processing abilities, that's what I want my quarterback to do. I want him to be at the line and instantly recognize what the defense is going to do, make instant decisions based on what he's seeing. He's got to process at a high level, and 
Yeah, Stroud's right. It's it's not focusing on his physical ability. Yeah. Well, if you followed me, and I'm a Buckeye through and through, I even got my little football here to prove it. Um, I like Stroud, but I, I was telling you all from the very beginning, I just, you know, he impressed me in the Combines. I'm not a huge fan. I wasn't a huge fan watching him as a Buckeye. I mean, he he won, but he he didn't just seem to me like he was that next level quarterback. Yeah, and you know, and if I'm a fan base or I'm a front office, if I'm an owner, I'm looking at San Francisco and going, you guys had competitive success with a guy who was picked last in the draft. Do I need to overspend or do I need to put weapons, a defense together, and have a good offensive-minded coach who can do a lot, and maybe I don't need to overspend on a quarterback. Yeah. Or a wide receiver. Yeah. I mean, I was listening to Booger McFarland talk with uh, Kornheiser the other day, and Kornheiser asked him, what is the most overrated player, generally? He's like, in, in drafts, wide receivers. How often do wide receivers actually touch the ball? He actually made the case that goes against my thinking is that quarterbacks aren't overrated because they touch the ball every play on offense. Personally, I'm drafting linemen. Yeah. If if I can find linemen to build a lineman, a line core, both defense and offense, that's what I'm doing. Having watched the last couple of years, it does seem like NFL uh, or college drafted wide receivers seem about as NFL ready as anybody, Mm -hmm. you know, with the quarterbacks, it's always like, you know, give them a year, let them develop, but wide receivers come in and they just seem like they're, they're ready. Yeah. I mean, wide receivers and running backs. So I'm not going to overdraft a running back either. I'm going to sit back to the second or third round to pick up my running backs because I think running backs are cogs in a wheel. They're, They're definitely not as valuable as they were back in the day. Unless, unless you find the, the generational talent, unless you find the Derrick Henrys yeah. in that draft. So, talking about draft and f- football moves, we have our friend, A.A. Ron. I should, I don't care. Rogers moving to the New York Jets. It's official. It's official. And I think it makes the Jets uh, instant contender and the team to beat in that division. I don't agree with you. I think they very, they look very okay. Uh, and why? I still like Buffalo. Okay, tell me I, why you don't like the Jets. Because it's the Jets. Okay. Other than that, what's the best? What is the best predictor? You're an investor person. What is the I did best? Well. What is the best predictor of future success? Earnings, past results, past results, and the potential Jets earnings. kill quarterbacks. Yeah, I mean, okay, so is that another reason why they don't take Ohio State uh, C.J. Stroud? Because OSU quarterbacks don't do well? I mean, I, I'm just saying. History, I, I, don't, I don't feel bound by history, but history, again, this is one of those things. If you want me to make a bet, that that's where I'm going to bet. I'm so, so, so Would using, I be surprised? No. So using your analogy from a couple of minutes ago about the 49ers, okay. I think this makes the Jets look very 49er-ish. 
Great, okay. de- great defense. Will we agree the Jets have a great defense? Shitty front office, but please continue. Okay. Great defense. Okay. Talented wide receivers. Okay. A running back that's coming back who's very talented, who's injured last year. Okay. Solid offensive line. Okay. And a quarterback who actually is got the bona fides that none of the other 49ers quarterbacks can say they have at this point in their career. I, I think it makes them an instant contender. What I wonder what their what's their Vegas odds now to win the Super Bowl. Oh I'm gonna say six to one, five to one. And I'm just guessing. I have no idea. Here's well, where where am I wrong while you're looking that up? Again, I come down to it's the Jets. And I also have an issue with Rodgers. I don't care. Yeah, but that's a personal. Well, no, here's, here's my issue with Rodgers, and this is not personal. How did he screw the Packers last year? He didn't show up to training activities. He only showed up when camp was mandatory. He screwed up his rapport with his receiver core and his timing with with his receiver core. And it really didn't pan out until about halfway through the season. If he is not showing up to optional training activities and working with that receiver core. And the first time he shows up at a jets training camp is the first mandatory camp. No, I'm totally right about them not being a contender. I think with green Bay though, he just had a case of the Mondays case of the fuck it. He was like, "Uh, uh, uh, I'm done. I'm not happy here. Then I'm sorry. I I agree. That speaks to his professionalism. Exactly. But, But, At this point, I think he's like, you know what? I got all the talent around me to succeed. And I'm, what, 30, 49 years old? Well, there is, there is some, I'm just going to, I'm, there is some motivation there of, well, Tom Brady went to the Buccaneers and turned that program around really, really quick. They had competitive success. I'm going to have all these weapons. I'm going to have a good defense. I'm going to have a good coach. If we don't win, it's my fault. I think he realizes that, hey, this is, this is on my legacy now. Uh, I don't know when these odds came out, but the thing I just found out on Vegas Insider, FanDuel running down the odds, Kansas City Chiefs plus 600, 49ers, Eagles, Bills all at plus 900, Bengals at plus 1,000. The Jets are tied with the Cowboys, according to FanDuel, at plus 1,400. That may be an old one. I would think now with the signing of Rodgers. We've all expected the signing of Rodgers for the last month. I think they win the division. They had a great draft last year. Great draft. We'll see how they do this year. They've added a Hall of Fame quarterback. All the pieces are in place. But we'll see. Okay. I mean, I, 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 if you're going to force me to put money, I'm putting money on the bills. Okay. Um. So I'm not going to be here next week. Uh, I think Max is going to try to fill in, but we could talk some NBA next week. Talk the NBA. We got the Kentucky Derby. Kentucky Derby. And I know we haven't followed it a lot, but I am going with Angel of Empire. It's a Brad Cox trained horse. Uh, he won the Arkansas Derby. I've had a chance to kind of watch all of the races, and that's Forte's the favorite, obviously. Very solid Pletcher horse. But you say, obviously, like I'm actually paying attention. But give me Angel Empire. Okay. 
Actually, yeah. I mean, what's his current odds right now? Twenty nine to one. He won't. He won't go off that. All right. Who Who is the uh, Forte, Forte? Five to two. Yeah, Forte is solid. Derme Sotagake. That's a Japanese horse. Really? Uh-huh. <laughs> the name like Sotagake. Yeah. <laughs> give it, give it away. But you don't have many Japanese horses that run. But he had a. He won the UAE. I mean, as an Army guy, aren't you going to pull for Fort Bragg? No. You're, you're not going to put money on a 58 to 1 Fort Bragg? Is it even Fort Bragg now? All this political correctness, I think they changed the names of all these bases. I don't think Bragg was a con- was a Confederate officer. Yeah, they'll figure out a way to change it. They're changing uh, the one down the road here, Fort uh, in Colleen, Fort Hood. That's being changed. Named here. after who? Named after some uh, general. Uh, that served in Vietnam or something. Confederate General John Bell Hood. Oh, I'm, you know, here's here's something. Yeah, well, we can disagree on this. I am okay with not naming a base after a traitor, a treasonous officer. Oh God. Going on now to, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, the draft, the NBA draft. The Victor Wimbignana sweepstakes? Wimbignana sweepstakes. Wouldn't it be crazy if a Chicago Bulls who actually have like a 0.0001% chance or the Pelicans who have a 0.00001% chance? I mean, that would, it could happen. Will it happen? Probably not, but it could happen. Oh, people, people will scream conspiracy. Oh, that's, that's exactly what people are saying. People will scream conspiracy. But I mean, as long as you're, you know, I always say, you know, why do you play the lottery? I'm like, well, I buy one ticket because you know what? I have as much chance of winning with one ticket as I do if I have a thousand tickets. Well, statistically, statistically no, but I mean, practically it's the, it's the engineer joke, yeah. the engineer mathematician, beautiful girl. I walk halfway to her every time. And the engineer's like, I'm close enough. Mathematician's yeah. like, not there yet. <laughs> um, but you've been watching the NBA playoffs at all? A little bit, a little bit, I guess, uh, the Bucks have a chance to close it out here. No, the Bucks are the Bucks have been closed out. Miami won that series four to one. They won it last night. Mm-hmm. Wow! Mm-hmm. Warriors beat the Kings in yeah, Sacramento. I, saw that. I did see that. That that series is over. Goodbye, Sacramento. Yeah. Uh, Lakers lose game five. Have to go back home to close out that series, but, but I think they're they were close the kind of the cool. sleeper. They were the team that didn't do anything in the regular season. That's what everyone and is saying. And I mean, kind of wake up. I mean, the the big surprise is Knicks beating the Cavaliers. To an extent, yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see where the rest of this goes. Yeah, the Bucks being out is very, very interesting. Yeah, because they were, the, of course, they were the team I thought could win it this year. Yeah, and you have the Celtics who should have closed it out and made incredibly stupid errors with six minutes to go. Whether it was, you know, the technical, the loose ball foul. You know, you don't do that. And I said this to a friend last night. That is the reason why you don't get rid of a veteran coach. And they got rid of Emi Uduka for having an inappropriate relationship with a female staff member, which I still don't know the details on. But that they lost that game because they did not have a veteran coach. You know, the Spurs lineage is so deep right now. It's kind of like a family in Mississippi. It's crazy. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Little inbred. There we go. Oh, I just lost all my Mississippi uh, 
subscribers? No, no. For all our Mississippi listeners, we know you are the one family that is not. The rest of them, yes, but That's you, right. not so much. That's right. <laughs> you know, I want to thank uh, George Gervin for coming on a couple of weeks ago. I meant to say this at the beginning of the show. Um, man, what a great interview. Not because I did it, just because he was here. And I had a lot of people reach out to me and say, you know, I didn't, I never knew that. I never knew this about him. I never knew that about him. And and that's what I wanted to do with the interview was getting to talk about some things mm-hmm. that we didn't know. I think we did that, didn't we, Bob? Mm-hmm. That was cool. Mm-hmm. I, I did a little bit more reading on the George Gervin Academy and some of the stuff he's done as philanthropy. And I've talked with a lot of people since we since you did that interview and everyone's everyone's opinion of george is the same great guy great guy great guy and an asset to the community and i i texted him and i I thanked him again and i said please come back in about seven or eight months because there's so many more things i wanted to ask you and talk to you about i want to talk to him about his fishing boat yeah, and, right. And how he does down on the coast. Yeah, talk fishing. Yeah, he he was talking before we did the interview, and I wanted to hear more about the fishing. I was almost mad at you for not asking about yeah, that, so, but, but it was going long. So we're going to talk fishing, golf, which are his two passions right now, and, of course, is all the academies. And if he gets that veteran, uh, I'm sorry, the senior citizen housing up and running, we'll have him on to talk about that. Too. Yeah, absolutely. So I guess that wraps up the show. I am going to be uh, – in sunny South Florida next week. Yep. So we expect I did, a. I did my bikini wax. I picked out my thong. I'm good to go. Oh, that's a bad image. We we expect a Florida Man Friday report next week. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe don't, I'll... don't do anything stupid. Though, yeah. the, though the bar for stupid in that state is pretty low. <laughs> if you've been in, uh, which I haven't, but I heard that the Dade County Jail is no place for a white boy. So I plan on staying out of that. That's a good. Generally, staying out of the jail is always a good idea, no matter which jail it Especially is. Especially day Very true. Anyway, have a great show, guys. As always, O H I O. And we are out.